The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Thank you very much, Shane. It is News Talk. It's the Pat Kenny Show. It's Anton in for Pat. Legislation is being drafted that might allow local councils and government to deploy CCTV, body cameras, and even drones to combat prolific dumping across the country. The question, of course, is is this an erosion of people's liberties and their right to privacy? Joining me is Malcolm Byrne, Fianna Fáil Senator, and Liam Herrick, Executive Director of the Irish Council for Civil Liberty. Uh, Malcolm, let me start with you. Anytime this is discussed, we get text after text after text of exasperated people describing mattresses dumped in ditches around the corner from their houses, bin bags flung over hedges into farmland, all of this kind of thing. Is CCTV, body cameras and drones the solution? Uh, good morning, Anton. And uh, the, the answer is it's part of the solution. Uh, obviously, it requires a lot more uh, in terms of education and so on. But we do have a consistent problem with a small number of individuals who engage in uh, illegal dumping. Um, there is a huge financial cost. There is a great environmental cost. And I brought forward legislation previously that would have allowed for CCTV and other technologies uh, to be used in line with data protection regulations to help local authorities to catch these individuals. That was folded into the Circular Economy Act, uh, which the government enacted last year. And what is now being rolled out is in the Local Government Management Association, which represents the local authorities around the country. It's been consulting with the Data Protection Commissioner and other bodies to ensure that we now have codes that are in line with data protection rules uh, so that very soon local authorities will have both the codes to be able uh, to roll out CCTV and other technologies to catch these illegal dumpers. Um, but also what I think is, is, is needed in partnership with that is funding to local authorities for this equipment. Uh, there will be training of the local authority staff as to, you know, how to use it effectively and with the necessary safeguards in place. Uh, and ultimately what we've got to start to do is to catch those people who are doing enormous damage uh, to urban and rural areas by, by what they're doing. Uh, and we need them to be prosecuted. And at the at the moment, what is it that precludes local authorities from setting up CCTV if they wanted to? Well, they they can, um, but the difficulty is is that there there aren't clear codes in place uh, where they can use it. And there have been a number of instances where local authorities have fallen foul of data protection rules. So the data protection commissioner has had to step in because, for instance, there are fears that the CCTV uh, could potentially be used for surveillance purposes uh, and, and, and as a result, falls foul of data protection rules. What we're now looking to have is the legislation is in place there will be codes as to how this technology uh, can be operated with the necessary safeguards and any of the data collected will only be used for the purposes of the prosecution of those who are in- engaging in these environmental crimes. Liam Herrick, nobody wants to live in a situation, particularly in an urban environment where they know they're being filmed at every possible moment. But this tends to be in isolated areas and it seems to be the only solution or the only preventative measure that would work in relation to fly tipping and illegal dumping. Have you any objection? I think it's really welcome that we're moving to have a proper legal framework for this. I think as Malcolm has set out, the background here is that over the last number of years, several local authorities have gone ahead and put in place CCTV systems, either for litter or for crime prevention, without a proper legal basis. They've put in uh, over excessive levels of surveillance. They've done things that are unlawful. They've sometimes been fined. And I think for 
the last couple of years has been crying out for a proper legal basis and clarity on this. It's in, this technology is very useful and there's many circumstances which it's the only way of dealing with the problem. Sometimes it's proportionate and sometimes it's not. But if we're going to do it, we need to make sure that there's a lawful basis, that it's necessary, that it's there's proper safeguards, that there's not inappropriate accessing of filming, for example. People aren't harassed, that there's not uh, invasions of people's privacy. Um, so are we overthinking it, Liam? I mean, if, if it's a litter black spot where, you know, this is a rural road and down the ditch, they are throwing things into it. Does it require all that analysis to say, stick up a camera and catch their reg? Yeah, I mean... It can be done. I think, as Malcolm said, there's nothing to stop local authorities doing this properly. But up until now, the processes haven't been sound. And I think Malcolm touches on an important question there about if we have this legal system in place and if there's good consultation and the Data Protection Commission is guiding it, um, then we also have to have training of officials because it's one thing to have a law and one thing to have technology. You need to train people in how it's used. Malcolm also has referred to the idea of giving people funds to purchase the technology. And I think there is a question here about what type of technology is purchased. What we've seen over a number of years is that the, the companies that produce the surveillance systems, including drones and CCTV and so on, oversell, overpromise, and very often a public authority officials who maybe don't have the full knowledge about the technology buy technology that's not suitable, that might be excessively invasive. And we've seen this, for example, with facial recognition technology. So I think... Now, can tra- you illustrate some of that where you talk about the, the training needed for the officials or for the, the appropriateness of the technology? Can you give me an example of how it might go wrong? So we, we've had a number of tragic instances with CCTV, for example, where CCTVs in public places might film people that might be in a state of distress, that might be undergoing a a psychiatric episode, for example, might be very, very vulnerable. And that that footage is then disseminated inappropriately. We saw this with a tragic instance with regard to a young woman who took her life. Um, So what we need there is safeguards that people who don't need to have access, that the footage don't have access, that it's destroyed after a reasonable time. In this instance, we're talking about litter. So, you know, obviously there may be named individuals who have access to it, that they don't use that inappropriately and that they only use it for the stated purpose. But the bottom line is, in terms of remote rural locations where fixed CCTV systems are put up, where there's notices to inform people that they're being filmed, it's perfectly possible to do it in the right way. But we can also see instances in some towns in the country where local authorities have set up far too many CCTV systems. There hasn't been proper notice and people don't know that they're filmed. So the question is, getting the balance right. I would say though when it comes to drones that there are additional challenges here and whereas you can put up a sign in a local area to say that there's a camera in operation here, that doesn't work in the same way with drones. So the article refers to drones as well. I think the case to use drones is a harder one to prove. Perhaps there's a very mountainous remote location where the only way of monitoring it is through drones. Maybe that case can be made, but I think it's likely to be quite limited. But of course, the great advantage of drones is the capacity to cover huge square kilometres of land in a way that a single camera can't. Yes, but the challenge with drones is, first of all, the engage issues such as air safety, national security, and also it can be difficult to distinguish between them flying at an area where they're only monitoring traffic, for example, and those where they're actually are monitoring people in their homes. Malcolm Byrne, Fianna Fáil Senator, does, is this another one of those areas where legislation is lagging the reality of how people live? I am sure there are farmers 
who have their own drones that they fly over their land to see if there's anybody on it. I am sure there are people who have ring doorbells or CCTV cameras and they can upload footage from those or from their mobile phones to TikTok, to Twitter, to whatever they like and do personal name and shaming. So is this all happening organically way ahead of the local authorities? Uh, it it is, uh, and I suppose individuals always need to be careful about you know where they choose themselves to uh, to name or shame um, particular individuals. Um, there are you know there are data protection rules, GDPR is in in place for very good and solid reasons. Uh, I do worry. I, I think Anton, you're right about you know that there may be a danger overthinking this. Yes, we have to have the safeguards in place, and I agree with Liam in terms of procurement rules around whatever equipment is used and so on, uh, and absolutely and part of the process of this is the training for the staff um, that are going to be deploying this and that local authorities remain in control of this. But the core point here is why do we need to use this technology? We need to use this technology because of the scourge of illegal dumping and littering. Uh, I surveyed local authorities about two years ago to ask them how much did it cost them uh, to deal with illegal dumping and littering? What were the, you know What were their costs Per year, in terms of, uh, you know, litter warnings, environmental staff going out, arranging cleanup operations. And nationally, between all local authorities, uh, it's estimated to cost something of the order of 90 to 100 million euro a year. That's what we as taxpayers are paying to clean up after these illegal dumpers. There's also obviously the environmental challenge, uh, particularly if you think about the likes of white goods and others. If stuff leaks from that into the soil, there's the potential damage to pets, animals, livestock, if they uh, consume any of the stuff um, that's that's done. And also just how unsightly it is. You know, it, it's really heart-wrenching for local tidy towns groups, development associations who've gone to the trouble of cleaning up an area and a small number of environmental criminals then come along and, and just destroy it. So we've now got to use uh, this technology to catch them. Uh, the safeguards have to be in place uh, and the legislation plus the codes which are now being agreed by the Local Government Management uh, Association, they will protect against some of the fears that the Liam has outlined. But as far as I'm concerned, We've got to use this technology, particularly uh, CCTV, but indeed other technologies, including drones and body cams, if necessary, uh, to catch these individuals. Tech saying, I don't want to know about the civil rights of people who dump illegally and destroy the environment. They lose those rights when they break our laws. My right to a clean environment is just as meaningful. If you break the law, you jeopardise your civil rights. A big civil rights fuss over nothing as usual while you argue more dumping is done. I assume what you will say, Liam, is it isn't just the civil rights of those who are doing the illegal action. Yeah. It's the civil rights of everybody who's in the area. I mean, that, that's the problem with surveillance and particularly powerful surveillance of this type that it can infringe the rights of everybody. And I think it's all about proportionality. This is a really good step. We're going to have proper clarity here. But the bottom line is that we should only be resorting to technology when it is necessary. And there are instances where it is. But in an urban environment, for those of us who live in cities, you know, it may not be the case that things like drones and CCTV are always necessary. Most of us who live in Dublin, for example, would like to see a lot more street cleaning and would like to see a lot more human law enforcement of dog fouling and so on. So, you know, there's not a technical solution to everything. Liam Herrick, thank you very much. That's Liam Herrick, who is Executive Director of the Irish Council of Civil Liberties and before him, Malcolm Byrne, Senator for Fianna Fáil. We'll get the cash. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.